Nothing is more powerful than the connection between a storyteller and their audience. Over 100 million Americans listen to podcasts every month, forming lasting connections with their favorite creators. And 56% of those listeners have purchased a product after hearing about it on a podcast. But there's an art to building meaningful relationships between consumers, hosts, and brands. Ad Results Media has it down to a science. Ad Results Media specializes in helping breakthrough brands join the conversation at scale. With over 20 years of expertise, Ad Results Media amplifies brand stories across thousands of shows, publishers, and emerging platforms. They're a data-driven matchmaker, strategically pairing world-changing brands with engaged audiences to create the sound of success. For an experienced partner to help your brand find the right audience, achieve long-term growth, and improve advertising ROI, look no further. Be part of the story. Learn more at adresultsmedia.com story. That's adresultsmedia.com story. We're back with John Lemon, the fabulous John Lemon. Megan. Yes, Don. So there is obviously no question white people have to shoulder the responsibility for bringing about an end to racism. But in your new book, you do offer advice for the black community as well. Um, what is that advice and why was it important to you to include that in your book? Well, I said that we have to forgive and uh, not necessarily forget, but we have to forgive. And because like James Baldwin said, who is obviously I wrote the book, uh, the book is um, a tribute to James Baldwin, The Fire Next Time. That's why it's called This is a Fire. He said that we must like lovers, um, the, the few whites and few blacks, but like lovers, we have to come together and be willing to fix this thing. And I do believe that. And, you know, Megan, people ask me all the time, especially young mothers, especially my friends who are young, uh, especially young white mothers. And they say, what can I do? How can I uh, fix? How can I fix this after George Floyd? What do I don't have the vocabulary to teach my kids? What can I do? And I thought about that a lot and I offer some advice. Um, and that's what the book is about. That was one of the reasons I wrote the book. But I really do think that we have to start, as I said earlier in the show, we have to start teaching the true history of this country, the history that African-Americans brought to this country. And we also have to start uh, being realistic about God and the Bible. And if you are a person of faith in this country, and, and you, we know America is built on faith and religious freedom, then we have to, I think, a good way of starting is to present the true identity of Jesus. And that is as a black or a brown person rather than someone who looks like a white hippie from uh, Sweden or Norway. And I think we should start with a true depiction of what Jesus looked like and put that in your home, either a black Jesus or a brown Jesus, uh, because we knew Jesus looked more like a Muslim or someone who was dark rather than someone who was blonde, uh, a blonde looking carpenter. And then when your children ask you, who is this? This is Jesus. Jesus was Middle Eastern. Bethlehem was not in, in, in Sweden. And so Jesus does not look like the um, popular depiction that we have in our churches uh, and in our homes and that we see all over the media. And I think that is a good place to start. And that is a good place that your kids will ask questions and then you can go from there. And then we can then we can come to a true reality about what America really is, and then try to figure out how we fix this issue of racism in the country. It is a spell that must be broken.
<laughs> Black Jesus. Okay. Um. Late, late in there, welcome to the what show. What does it matter what he looks like? And, I, I mean, he got a misconception of a concept. Yeah, I mean, look, look, look. I don't care. Look, red and yellow, black and white. He's precious in my sight. Jesus I, loves I mean, all the children honestly, of the world. Honestly, I really don't look at Jesus as a white dude. I really don't. I pray to him. I I try to listen to his. I tried. I tried to read read word, and I tried to live my life in a way that I'm supposed to. I don't care what color he is. If you are hung up on the color yes. of Jesus Christ, then you are a racist. If you're hung up on it. Now, if you want him black, and I know there's some people out there that want him black. I mean, didn't the, 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 then um, get a mural in your house and paint him black. Nobody's mm-hmm. saying that you can't paint Jesus black. You can paint him Mexican. You can paint him Asian. Purple for all you care. That's uh, that's that's the beauty of living in your own home and doing whatever you want to do. You can paint Jesus whatever. But to be hung up on the color of Jesus, that stops your progression of being a Christian. Well, not only that, but that cuts you off from the possibility of salvation. That's what Jesus was here for, to save you. Now you miss salvation because you're arguing about a skin color. I mean, taking religious advice from Don Lemon. (laughs) I'm not sure if you know where you're going if you're doing that. I'm just saying, I'm just gonna throw that out there. Because uh, there are Leah, people, the voice of reason. Yes. <laughs> there, there are some ground rules in there that God don't want to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you yeah. Know, it's a, like, 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 uh, you know, you, you know how you know how people say. God is love. He wouldn't do anything to make anybody feel bad. There's a whole lot of times he did stuff. He he destroyed the whole world. <laughs> he drowned everyone. I'm pretty sure he gets, God gets a little upset. Uh, yeah, it's, it's Don't like... my God. You want to have the fear of God in you? There's a reason for that. <laughs> yeah, there's something called tough love. Yeah. God knows all about tough love. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, you, you destroy the world, you destroy a city because there aren't like what two two people i was told that my uh, yeah a pastor about sodom and gomorrah and a pastor told me that there was a couple of more that went down with it if you go in that area to this day this very day yeah it is still that can't explain why nothing grows there but it's still sulfur and salt and it's still burnt i'm messing around (laughs) so basically what that video that you just saw just a few minutes ago Don Lemon says that this nation would be better if families would teach their family members that Jesus was black or somebody of Muslim color. He's saying the country would be better? Yeah, yeah, coming from a gay man and a gay journalist. The country would be better if they actually taught what was inside the Bible. Right, coming from a gay man and a gay journalist. (laughs) That's a... That sounds like a guy walks into a bar Whoa. joke. There's got to be a joke in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're it right. Is, it is. It's a, stand, it's a stand-up skit that this guy did. He, yeah, gay man, gay journalist. Yeah, what do you want? Yeah, that's me. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have, we have uh, a couple of guests coming on today. Let me tell you something. We left YouTube. I told you. 
We left YouTube. Hold on. Okay. Uh, and now we're broadcasting on Rumble. We're broadcasting on Rumble mm-hmm. live. We're also broadcasting live on CloudHub. We're going to have CloudHub's owner, um, Jeff Brain, coming in here in just a few seconds. Um, broadcasting on other alternative big tech platforms. Yeah. There are alternatives out there. And for the longest, I kept seeing people type on Twitter, there's nothing else. I don't know anything else. And, but there's so much out there. Yeah, you're looking. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 but you know what? And, uh, and there's a whole lot of things that people aren't looking for, especially when it comes down to the money that has that is being spent with this $1.9 trillion yeah. spending bill or the $2 trillion spending bill. A lot of money going out that isn't paid for. Understand that there's a whole lot of money. It's not going to any, yeah, and it's not going to the, people, you know, hardworking right. people either. So, what y'all need to do? Write this down. Get a pen and piece of paper. I mean it. I'm giving you 20, 20 seconds. Get a pen and piece of paper. And I and and this is what we want you to do for you and your family. If you have grown kids and they have children. You need to write this down. If you have children, you need to write this down. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you have nephews and nie- okay, say you don't have any children, you have nephews and nieces, you need to write this down. Birch Gold, Birch, Birch Gold Group is making things happen by educating and helping people move forward with the purchase of gold for their for for uh, be- because inflation is coming, y'all. And oh, yeah. not only is inflation coming, Joe Biden is already talking about taxes, about yeah. increasing taxes. And because the money, again, they don't have the money for this $2 trillion. They said it's going to be larger than anything you ever thought H.W. Uh, Bush or Bush, Papa yeah. Bush ever did. They hammered him home on taxes. It's bigger than that. Well, they say, they say inflation's coming, but remember, Joe Biden's already here. Yeah. And so, I mean, now <laughs> is the time. Remember, uh, Birch Gold actually specializes in gold IRAs. So that means they can convert a per- portion of your IRA or your 401k into an IRA backed by physical precious metals. So fight for your financial future. That's right. You go to birchgoldgroup.com slash Wayne. And all it's zero obligation, zero Birch cost. Birch all you're doing is getting your kit. Right? There's your kit. Right. Okay? Right. This... This they, now, but for now, you're probably gonna call it. How can I get the goes up? They want to send you a free kit. The free kit comes in a nice little uh, um, folder, comes with some information right here, okay, and then it comes with a book lit so that you know exactly what you're doing, all right, and then you can call them Birch Gold if um. If you're looking at me, you be like, Wayne, how are you doing this? How are you selling this? Uh, what's his name um, from Daily Wire? Ben. Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Back them. Well, yeah. You know? And now my picture's on their website. And I back them. And I have two daughters. Leah has a daughter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely. Uh, Brian, Brian has his little clique. Three beautiful children. My crew. So, you got a ton of you got crew. <laughs> so we're telling y'all, inflation's coming, taxes are coming. 
and you don't want to be left out there. And if you aren't into the cryptocurrency thing and they're talking about that being hit somehow, they're going after that. The elementals go. Okay. So with, with that said, um, Brian, the NRA gun control is likely to get a Senate hearing. Uh, so, yeah, so the biggest thing that, that I know we talk about on the show that nobody can take your guns if you don't give them up. But the problem, I guess, that I have and a lot of other folks have is just the slow erosion or the redefining of words and how they did uh, uh, where the government was back in, the, in 2010 was trying, not the government, but it was to, all the way to Supreme Court where they were trying to redefine the word uh, to be in a militia and what that meant. And we're like, whoa, no, 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 no. Don't redefine words. We know what it Second Amendment means. It means right to bear in arms. Well, now uh, it passed. And Wayne, if if you come to my house and hang out, Leah, we all hang out together. And, and I'd like to gift you or even sell you one of my uh, beautiful firearms that, that you feel that you may need. Um, unless we go through a full FBI background check, you and I are going to prison. We're really? going to APP prison. And, and if you don't know what that acronym means, I'll tell you off the show. But APP <laughs> prison ain't no good. That's bad. Real bad. FBI going to knock down your door and take you in. It's going to be, um, uh, it was a guy up in the mountain. Oh, damn it. Rosemont Hill all over again. Where yeah, went and got, right. I got the guy up on the hill. Come on. They're coming for every Bundy's. Bundy wasn't like. He got kicked out, wasn't allowed to be in his own uh, trial case because he didn't have a mask on. What the you know what? I remember seeing a story about an owner of a gun. Uh, this guy had a gun in his house. He bought it. Okay. He bought it. It was it was uh it was a badass gun. Okay. It might even have been illegal for him to have it, but <laughs> he had it and it was encased. He had it, and um, the um, ATF showed up at his house. Somebody ratted, somebody, one of his friends ratted him out in having the guns. They can't have him. nothing nice. Can't they, have nothing nice. They arrested him and took the fire. Ruby Ridge. Sorry, I forgot. I don't know why. Yeah, Ruby Ridge. I, I didn't, wasn't sure if that's what you <laughs> they were. Shot his, they um, shot his wife in the face, killed her in front of him. They shot his son. Good. Killed him and they killed his dog. And if you look on Wikipedia, oh, I remember that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look on Wikipedia to this day, yeah, they settled out of court. He never did a day in jail. He got two million dollars. So you tell me who's wrong. Yeah. Well, and anytime you bring stuff up like uh, you know gun control, Senate hearing, I have to ask. Okay, if you're going to have one of these, then where's the mental health hearings? Because honestly, yeah, yeah. Again, this all goes back to mental health. It's not the gun. It's the person holding the gun. Why it is about they, mental health. And I don't understand why they can't grasp that concept. It's hard. It's hard. I mean, you walk into a gun store and all the guns that are on the walls and in the cases and stuff, they aren't shooting at each other. They aren't. <laughs> they don't right. go off in the store. No. Right. Right. <laughs> you don't You don't walk in in the middle of a, of a major gun fight when you walk into a gun store or <laughs> even outside the gun store. But then all of a sudden, people are blaming the gun. Oh, he dropped it. It went off. Killed, killed six people. Really? Seriously? Yeah. We'll go to the shooting range. I mean, that's where guns are actually being shot, not people. Yeah. Yeah. 
and you really don't see people. <laughs> you can go, take going away. crazy at a shooting range. Hey, hey, John, all how the... you doing? hey, Bob, how's everything? Gonna hit the target a little bit. <laughs> see you when you're done. You don't see nobody. You no. See nobody doing nine that. times you know out of ten, nine times out of ten, the people that sh like the guy that shot up the movie theater, those were his parents' guns. I mean, honestly. So there needs and to be. And he drove past health. theaters to get to that one because that was a no gun zone. Mm -hmm. Because he's crazy. Right. And, and what and what do they always say after the people shoot up? Well, you know, I should have said something, but I, he did seem a little off. Every time. They don't say the gun seemed a little off. The person seemed a little off. San Bernardino, the neighbors were like, yeah, we knew he was building stuff in his, well, sure. in his apartment. Yeah, right, right. But, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Well, we knew something was off. Why are you the guy about? wasn't right. He was That's just that. It ain't my business. You know why? You know why? Kind of lit myself. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're libertarian. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let, me, let me bring on Mr. Jeff Brain, the, the founder and CEO of Clout Hub. Mr. Brain, what's up, Jay? What's going on? How you doing, Wayne? Hey, first of all, you like my background? I wanted to love it. Love that, man. I, Special yeah. for you. That That's look, gonna, I like that. I like That's that. really awesome. That's I good. Like, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. You are definitely part of the show. I agree yeah. that one. Listen, um, a lot of alternative social media platforms have jumped on the scene in the last year. You have been around for a couple of years. Right. Um, and like we were saying at the beginning of the show, there, there seemed to be a resistance for individuals to join alternative social media programs over the past few years with many people saying, well, I didn't know it was out there. I didn't know it. And, and so many excuses because they didn't want to leave big tech. You have been watching what big tech has been doing to conservatives along with many other American people. Right. What is your take on this? Well, I think that it, there has been a hesitancy to move to new platforms because we get comfortable where we're at, but with the extreme intrusion of privacy, and now the blatant silencing of voices and manipulating what we get to see, we're seeing people moving in droves to new platforms, including my platform, which is CloudHub. So let me come yeah. at you from like a, a novice and I, I've sure. never heard of CloudHub before. And I'm watching the Wayne Dupree show because I, I'm a loyal American. And so, so okay, uh, CloudHub, all right, maybe I'll go check it out. Um, can I stream live? Can I upload photos? Kind of give folks kind of a feel of, of what Clubhouse is about. Uh, CloudHub. Clubhouse is the other one. Or, oh, did I say? Uh, CloudHub. <laughs> um, so uh, CloudHub, what we're doing is we're changing the, the social media model, right? Uh, most of the social media is all about look at me. Uh, they, they invade our privacy, like I said. They, they censor what we speak about, and they're very unhealthy. And they're really focused on things that don't matter. I felt there's an opportunity to change the purpose, focus, and value of social media to actually recognize that we live in a society and to connect people to the things and, and that matter most in, in life and in society. So with CloudHub, you have you know, everything you do in Facebook, what you do in Twitter, what you do in YouTube, all in one platform. So it's very convenient, powerful, and, and efficient. Um, we, we are the first platform ever created specifically for civic, social, 
and political engagement. So we give you the tools that you need to influence the issues that you care about. We have people organizing in groups on CloudHub all across America right now to take back their communities, take back their government, um, to, to simply improve and enrich their communities. Um, so CloudHub is, is, is a different focus. We'll, we'll soon have a civic hub we'll be adding. We'll have a faith hub, an education hub, an entertainment hub, a business hub, a finance hub, a health hub, a marketplace. So we're, we're really, you know, we're, we live in a digital society and CloudHub is taking a different approach to social media, which is really to serve you in that digital society, connect you to the things that matter most in, in like a very organized way. It sounds like you have something for everyone. Um, now, is it true you have a red room and a blue room? So that way, if you want to stick in your lane and not have to argue with people, you have those rooms? We used to have those rooms and, and we, we actually did it for a while. And, and then we, we were trying something different now. We have one that's called Fun and Sports and then one that was for election 2020. Um, we actually have a very major update coming out later this week, which will we'll advance our, our public forum, which is the equivalent of a Twitter. Um, and, and I think people will really like that. We're always uh, improving our platform based on the input we get from our users. So we're really excited about the update that's coming out later this week. You talked about the community and that's something that we've been trying to push for the last for well, actually for a while now, uh, how, uh, how communities and local politics are very important. How does cloud hub tackle those things? Uh, can you give a couple of samples about how CloudHub moves the um, community conversation? Yeah, actually, that's a great question. So on CloudHub, we like to say it's, we're moving beyond just posting. On most platforms, you just post, you know, and, and, and that's all you can do. On, on CloudHub, you can actually do. So actually, this Sunday, March 21st, we have a, a virtual national summit um, on, on building unity and in, in support of restoring our freedoms in America. Sidney Powell will be a part of that. It will be um, at six o'clock Eastern time on uh, a cloud hub. And we, those are kind of things we, we do. We have people organizing in our groups uh, by state. Uh, we have people organizing around reopening businesses, uh, about opening churches back up. Um, like I said, we'll have a faith hub where people can ex you know, share their faith and grow their faith. So it's all, of, you know, we all are used to talking about national politics but most people care what's happening in their local community, what's happening at their kid's school, what's happening on their street. Is it safe? Is it clean? Can they get a job? That's what most people care about. And on CloudHub, anybody can come on and form a group for their community, for their neighborhood, and start to address the issues that impact their lives and their communities. So something else that I know a lot of people are worried about or nervous about ever since everything that happened to some of the other um, uh, social media outlets out there is what, what makes this different in a sense of how long have you been there? Uh, how is it that you don't disappear, but maybe another one did, uh, yeah. kind of walk people through that. Well, I think, uh, first of all, we're a very different focus. We're a much broader focus. We're, we're not an alternative to Twitter, you know, that leans specifically to one side or the other. Everybody's welcome on CloudHub and our vision is a bigger vision. We're actually transforming, you know, how you interact in society. And so we don't have that uh, sharp edge, you know, some of the other platforms might, might be viewed as. Uh, secondly, the concern, of course, is, you know, we saw what happened with Parler and AWS. Uh, we have a, a good relationship with AWS, actually, but we're, we're not, we, you know, we, at the same time, we're making sure we're protected in case something did happen to have backup. 
uh, with our own servers and, and, and data center. So, um, but also, you know, we, we found that most people want free speech. You know, they don't like that some of the other platforms are censoring what they talk about, even deciding what issues we, we can discuss. Um, but most people, whether conservative or liberal, do not want to be on a platform where they promote violence or promote hate. And at CloudHub, we have very uh, strong terms of conditions, and we found a good balance between having free speech and, and then not having that behavior of hate and, and incitement of violence. And, and so the, the platforms, whether it's AWS, which is Amazon Web Services, or Apple or Android, uh, seem to be happy with the line that we've drawn and how we balance those contrasting issues. So back in February, I read an article about you and the uh -oh. first line of the article was, it's the first day of the big Republican conference CPAC and a star has already been born. And they were talking about you and how you asked the audience uh, to put their hands up if they lost followers on social media. Yeah. So that was a big response, huh? Yeah, you know, it was a great opportunity to uh, share CloudHub with uh, the people at CPAC. It was very uh, well received. And, uh, you know, that was, that was a nice headline to get, so. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, I, I've known you. I've known you for um, a couple of years now. Um, I've watched CloudHub grow from from the very beginning. What do you want uh, people to know that maybe others really don't know about CloudHub? Uh, again, like like when I first saw it, I thought it was a cross between many of the platforms together. I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a major uh combination of everything and um that that was my uh, focus on cloud hub but uh cloud hub is so different in so many ways but if there was one thing that you could point to that you're so I, that you're proud of and i know that you're proud of your baby i i know i know you are but if there was one thing that you could point to that you are most proud of um, that may be a step of, um, um, above all the other platforms, what would it be? Yeah, well, first of all, Wayne, let me do this. Let me thank you because your audience should know that when I was starting CloudHub and reached out to you, you were the first major influencer to get involved with CloudHub. And so we do go back a couple of years and I greatly appreciate that, that you are willing to step forward and, and get behind CloudHub. So personally, I thank you. What I think that CloudHub does is it's about bringing people together. I, we're not about a red platform or a blue platform. Really what I'm trying to do is bring people together so we can start to have a dialogue again. I think people are tired of the division in the United States. They want to have a platform where they can have civil discourse. And, and through our uh, technology, we encourage civil discourse and, and get back to solving problems. And that's what the American people want. And, and so it's all about bringing people together and giving them the tools they need to connect, you know, collaborate, and, and address the issues that impact their lives, their communities, society, now our freedoms. Like I said, we'll have this summit uh, March 21st at, at 6 p.m. Eastern time, where everybody across America can join this summit and, and hear from people about how we're gonna unify America again. We have some people in the audience asking, how do they, is it just an app? Can you download it? Sure, so we are available on uh, your desktop or laptop, you know, by going on your web browser to www cloudhub.com and you can just create an account there it takes about two minutes on that same page 
there'll be links to download it. If you use an Apple mobile device or an Android mobile device, there are separate links that you could do to get those, uh, those uh, app downloads. And there's lots to do on CloudHub. You know, we have a public timeline like Twitter. We have groups like Facebook, and the groups are very active, mm -hmm. um, very large too. Uh, and then we have channels where people can watch shows like, you know, your show, Wayne Dupree show is on there. We have, we have about 10 to 20 channels joining a week now. And then we have video sharing like on YouTube where anybody could throw up a video and, and share it with their friends. And then, like I said, in the future, very near future, we'll be adding a private hub where you can talk just with your friends and a civic hub, faith hub, education hub. It's going to be great. And we, we invite everybody to be a part of it. I've had the iOS app for years now, and I, I can attest that it's a very light app. It, it's very powerful, but it doesn't take up much on my mm -hmm. phone. And it's always, it's always fast. So I really enjoy the app. Well, thank you. Right. There is. Oh, the, wow. Uh, we're I yeah we we live stream on CloudHub every day. Um, if you can't find us on the regular platforms, you 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 have that right there. But like Jeff said, um, there are many channels actually. Jeff, tell them tell them about the many channels that you have. You've just migrated to to add hundreds more, thousands more. So yeah, so uh, we have uh, Mike Lindell just added a channel recently to us. We we are expecting uh, Rudy Giuliani to come over. Uh, Steve Bannon just joined. Uh, just the News just joined. Epic Times is bringing their channels to CloudHub. Uh, we have Praying Medic, X22 Report, uh, Deneen Varelli, uh, America's Voice News, many great channels. And they're not just all about politics. There's some about faith. Pastor Greg Locke, uh, Kenny, Kenny Locke, who's got the Everyman Ministry. Um, there's, there's lots of other topics as well. So it's not just all about politics and we, well, if people are, you know, the, the thing is on, on YouTube, you know, YouTube decides how much money you make on CloudHub. Uh, you control your content and you control your revenue and, uh, people really like it. So once again, cloudhub.com, you can download it on your phone. You can also go to the web, the desktop, uh, how, how can people support, or how do you want people to support CloudHub? Well, certainly share it with their friends. Uh, that, that would be the best, right? Um, just letting people know that there's an alternative. We, we should uh, get off of platforms that abuse us. And when they're silencing our voice, they don't respect us. I would encourage everybody to look at some of the alternatives, including CloudHub, and, and make a change. You know, these platforms started out with the best of intentions. But, you know, as I, as I said at CPAC, big tech became big brother. Um, our privacy became their currency. And in their quest for uh, profits, our mental health became irrelevant. And that's true. That's good. Well, Jeff, um, thank you for joining the show. Um, again, you know, we want to have you back, as you know. Uh, and maybe next time we can get... Some people to ask you some questions from the audience. We'll we'll have some call-ins, and uh, we'll and um, if they have more questions. But everybody, make sure you go to cloudhub.com or download it on your phone. It's Android and iPhone and Apple yeah. and Apple. So they are on the um, they are in the App Store and they're ready for you to download. Any any last thoughts, Jeff? Wayne, just thank you for all your support. Greatly appreciate it and being a good friend. We, we really enjoy you. 
My man. All right. Thank you so much, Jeff. Thank you. Mr. Jeff. Brown. Very nice guy. And, and he's very smart, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, you're getting something to go over to cloud up. So when you're on the app, guys, look down towards the bottom and there's a, a row of words at the bottom. One says groups, click on groups and just scroll down and you'll see uh, the Wayne Dupree show. It's just a whole group within itself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm absolutely. looking now. I'm looking now. Okay, and you'll be cool. shocked. I was amazed. I, I should have gone down a list of some of the big names that are in, that are there, that have their own groups, yeah. but you can do that yourself and see all your favorites, all the ones that you know have been banned. I, I mean, I can tell you the top 20 people and you, you know, their names, like their household names, yeah. just saying they're all over there on cloud hub. Right. Cool. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to check out WayneDupree.com. It's strange. It's strange that I really don't push my website that much on the show. I really well, you are sixteenth in the world, so (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and I don't know why I don't. I just don't, and it's crazy that I don't. And you're too humble, man. It's a good website. I will tell you. Can I just say this without having anything to do with Wayne? But prior to it, I would wake up every morning. And I would go right to Twitter and go to Wayne's articles and read all of them in the morning before uh-huh. I knew him, because that's what I trusted most. Uh-huh. And then my mother and I am very close with my mom. Mm-hmm. And I would call her and say, mom, did you just see what was on the Wayne Debris? You know, uh, and then we would talk about it. Or this is something else that would happen. She would call me and say, I just heard something about Trump. Is this true? I'd say, I don't know. Let me go see if WayneDupree.com had any articles on it. And then that is how we would know if the story was true or not. We and, would go oh, to man. you. Thank you. Right. And and I had my, my dad asked when we were hanging out talking with him. He's like, where do you guys get all these articles? Where do you get the great information? I'm like, dad, get the Wayne Dupree app. Download mm-hmm. that. You can see the articles. You watch shows. You can have it. everything is all on. Very simple. Very clean. Uh, not a very heavy app at all. Very light. And um, you can see all the articles and read everything. Watch the show. Wayne Dupree app. And it's kind. And it's kind of funny because on Saturday morning, still, I faithfully get up and read his articles. And sometimes <laughs> Wayne will text me, and he's talking to me while I'm reading his articles. <laughs> and it's so weird because he has no clue. And I'm like, Wayne. I'm trying to read your articles right now. Hold on a second. You need so, to calm down. But, but uh, <laughs> yeah, wait. Take a step back. Let me read your articles. But no, um, it's 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 wonderful. And like I said, that's the first place that I go. So no wonder it's one of America's top conservative uh, places for news and opinion. No and, wonder. And we did it without. Uh, we did that without a lot of conservative, big, big time help. Mo. We were able to get our numbers because of you, because of all of you that visit and read and share on social media. Uh, Facebook shut us down, shut down our reach. Twitter has almost become non-existent. We have joined many of the alternative platforms. And while many of you are still trying to figure out what alternative platforms you want to join, you can go directly to WayneDupree.com. And oh, and a lot of a lot of platforms before before we bring on our next guest, who is very important, uh, a, a lot of websites today have shut down their comment section. They've shut yeah. down section. What? Yes. Oh, a yeah. lot of them have. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wait, they repeat that? They don't a want lot. people reading articles and 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 commenting on the articles where when you go on the WayneDupree.com and you, you read do. the article. You you comment at the bottom. 
Yeah. Free speech. Yep. Just yep. comment. Yep. And now, yes, there are pop-ups on the page. I know some people complain about it. There are browsers that will help you get around it. And for me to let you know that it's my it's my website, but I'm telling you, there are browsers to get past the pop-ups like Brave or Firefox. You can also download an ad blocker to get past. But we have writers that write and they also get paid to write. And they yeah, do this. Right. And you know, they they do this, and I'm able to pay them just like I'm able to pay my awesome co-host. So that's why we we want donations. We want contributions. We don't beg you for them, but we want them. It's not like we don't, mm-hmm. but you know, we um, there's a there's an ad-free environment on WayneDupree.com. Just have to do a sign up for it. It's free. Well, it's free to sign up, but you can sign up for five dollars a month. $5 and I'll be we'll give you an ad-free environment. And I'll be real honest with you too, on top of that. If you are watching right now and you haven't shared this, that's something that that you need to do. Because without you, that's that's a huge problem. And that's not just with us. I catch myself, if I'm watching a conservative, I'm not sharing what they're doing. And I catch myself saying, you know why the Democrats are so powerful? Because they share. They link arms together and they don't stop until they get their way. And we need, as conservatives, to start doing that. So when you want to support a conservative, I understand that donating money, yes, that's important. But also sharing the show whenever we're on, share it. Share it. Say say a kind word about it. Say, hey, I watch this every day. You should too. Get informed. Um, so make sure that you're doing your part as, as well. Because if not, everybody's going to go by the wayside. You're just going to have a whole country of Democrats. They have an they end goal in mind. And their end goal, they're all working towards that. We all yes, need to work absolutely. towards the end goal, which yes. is not Donald Trump's exactly, make America make great again. It's our, us. Exactly, make Brian. America great. It's us. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, Thank you, Carol. Carol said just shared. Thank you, Carol. Coming coming to the show is a young lady uh, that <laughs> that has a story to tell. Uh, and, um, I, well, I'll let her know because she's in our green room. We're going to have her back on uh, for a longer period of time. Uh, because yeah, because I have about a million questions. I, I don't even know where to start. Short, <laughs> we, yeah, we only have it for a short time today. But... Um, we interviewed her at CPAC, and she has definitely got a story to tell. This, we're talking about Miss Cassandra Spencer. What's up? How What's up? Nice hey. seeing you guys. Good to see you again. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Cassandra, has, um, her story, uh, she worked for Facebook. And <laughs> it. I don't think it would be wrong for me to say she knows where the bodies are buried. So... <laughs> she is she is what you call a a, a, a dedicated uh patriot but she's a real whistleblower and the stuff that she found out the stuff that she came to terms with and the stuff that i mean cassandra your your um you know i i ask some candidates sometimes what motivates you to to run for congress and all that to, you have the spine of a very strong patriot, I guess. But why, uh, um, what tipped this for you to go ahead and make the decision to become this type of whistleblower? So really, it was one of those things that I think I've always had um, 
in my book that just came out last week, um, I describe what I have as a justice complex, where from a very young age, whenever I saw something that was wrong, I felt the need to open my big mouth, whether it got me in trouble or not, um, and say something about it. And so that kind of continued throughout my life. Um, you know, it was kind of a big reason as to why I decided to join the military was because I didn't want to be spouting off at the mouth about whether people should go to war or not without being willing to go. And so when this stuff started happening at Facebook, it really became a point where I was like, okay, are, are you going to sit here and just not say anything when you, you clearly see something going on or are you going to speak up? And, you know, and for me, the hardest part was how do you speak up? Because there's no internal, you know, mechanisms in Facebook for you to bring up concerns or anything like that. And that was why I ultimately ended up going to Project Veritas. So just to set the stage here, you're, you're working at Facebook and what comes across to your desk that blew up the alarm bells and said, wait, wait a minute, this isn't right. What did you see? Well, the first time it wasn't an alarm bell, you know, the first time it was just like, okay, hmm, that's a little strange. So I worked in intellectual property. So I dealt with copyright and trademark claims and I had a ticket from like an independent conservative outlet. And as I was looking at the back end of their page to, you know, uh, check the validity of the claim, I, I noticed that there was an odd note in the account notes section that said IA live action, uh, de-boost live distribution. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Never seen that note before, you know, and, and I could see that it was a note, uh, an action that was being applied to the account without their user's knowledge, because there'll be a section, whether it says whether user notified or not. Right. Mm -hmm. And it said user not notified. So I'm like, okay, well, that, that's a little weird. I've never seen that before. And so I start noticing it more and more because occasionally I would get, you know, tickets from political figures or, or, or you know, commentators, things of that nature. And you see it over and over again. And you notice that it's only on the conservative pages. Cause I would purposely, cause I, I tried to like explain it away. I tried to be like, okay, am I seeing what I think I'm seeing? You know, I would purposely look at the back ends of, you know, liberal pages when I would have a ticket that would involve one and, and see if I would see the same code. And I never did. And so eventually it was like, okay, this is a pattern. This is wrong. What are you going to do about it? Can I just ask, I want to ask one more question. So once you saw this, I couldn't imagine the emotions that would go through me because a, I would be fearful. Like what is going to happen to me if I say something, the adrenaline rush had to be so huge because what do you do? I mean, it's stranger than fiction. You can't make this stuff up. Oh, and that was the moment. So project Veritas, I reached out to their tip line. They sent someone down to come and talk to me and they handed me a hidden camera. And that was the moment where I was like, there's no turning back now. Mm. You know, I, that was the second that I knew I was like, my life is going to change in some and, sort of meaningful way. <laughs> and then they say, uh, can we see you in the office? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you when the, when, the, when the teacher tapped me in the school room and said, principal wants to see you in the office. I'm like, you son of a, you're not good. You know, the, the boss is like, Hey, Brian, you man. Let me see. Oh, like, yeah. no, no, what was it like when they said, Hey, well, and of course you. that was one of the days that I did not have a hidden camera on. Oh, and no. I went, of course, of course, no. because I had had it like rigged up to, I'll admit I had it rigged up to like a hoodie 
and it was like 80 something degrees in Austin that day. It, it, it was an awesome, it was January in Austin and you know, the weather here in Texas can be all over the place. And so since it was warm, I just wore a t-shirt and there wasn't really a place for a hidden camera there. So I walk in there literally with my Hello Kitty backpack and I set it down and they're like, um, Cassandra, we need to see you in the conference room. No, and I was like, you don't need to see me anyway. <laughs> I know, right, right. You know I'd what? be like, you know, get my phone out off record. Wait. Honest, honestly, honestly, I'm telling you, I would have been like, no, no, no. We talk right here in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got to go in there. I don't know you. <laughs> and so I, I go to the conference room. And I see three people sitting at a table and like one chair for you and they're like, uh, have a seat, you know, (laughs) you're like, oh, oh, this is not going to be good. That's going to be one of them meetings, huh? Yeah. (laughs) And I don't know whether the door actually physically locked, but you hear the click of the door behind you (laughs) and you just hear that loud, you know, heavy door click behind you and you're like. Yeah. Uh, hey guys, uh, uh-huh. what's going on? Uh-huh. <laughs> you were like, you were like the, you're a female James Bond. <laughs> I mean, yeah. literally, what she does. I think it's cool. I, I, for Matt Lauer, he's not yeah. in here, is he? <laughs> I joke yeah. around that I somehow find these situations. I, I refer to it more as almost like a Forrest Gump situation that somehow I just <laughs> find myself stumbling point. into these things. <laughs> you have a, you have a unique calling in your life. <laughs> Seriously. Kendra, I'm telling you, because I'm a character anyway, I'm not, ca- I'm not claustrophobic. But I damn sure would have acted like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I just remember thinking to myself, I was like, oh great, here we go. And so they're like, um, so the client has requested that you be terminated immediately, because I was a contractor, right? I, I was not a direct Facebook employee. Legal disclaimer: I was a contractor who worked at their facility. And so, um, of course I'm like, well, can I ask why I'm being fired? (laughs) They're like, no, um, (laughs) we actually don't know. Facebook won't tell us, but, um, Facebook security has asked that, uh, we see your personal cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting there and I'm like, um, you know, because I knew that there was nothing, the information I had gathered, I did not keep it on my personal phone. Mm-hmm. But, um, it, and it, the timing of this was very important because this was two days after Project Veritas released their first big tech story, which was an undercover investigation into Twitter. And so I think that alerted Facebook security that Project Veritas is is coming for these tech companies. And so this is two days afterwards that I get called in this office. And so I told them, I said, well, if I let you see my phone, does that mean I can keep my job? (laughs) And they're like, no. (laughs) So I'm like, "Um, then no, you, you can't see my phone. And we just like argued about this back and forth, you know, not, not in a loud manner, but um, they're like, well, Facebook security said, um, you can look over their shoulder while they go through your phone, if that makes you feel better. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't work for you anymore. Right. 
And so, you know, I was like, you know, I feel this is really unfair. I don't even know what I'm being accused of. I don't know why I'm being let go. Of course, in the back of my head, I know that this is probably related to, you know, me investigating things. But <laughs> I think I need a lawyer. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> and so for two hours, this goes on this like, you know, circular conversation. And finally, I asked them, I said, you know what, because I'm like at the end of my rope, I said, clearly this because they were adamant about the cell phone thing. They were just like real adamant. And I said, can I leave? <laughs> I will never, ever forget their response. Mm-hmm. Well, Legally, we can't detain you. <laughs> oh my! Social media platform. I tell my children not to use curse words, not to drop the f bombs, <laughs> not to be mean. But at that moment, I don't know. Yeah, they have I such a god complex. It's not even funny. Bombs on them. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, I'm like flabbergasted. Like I've. I've worked in military intelligence and like, I have never been interrogated like this. Wow. <laughs> Here I am at Facebook. Like you, you don't like people are like, Oh, it's just Facebook. It's silly. This I'm like, these people were, Who this is intense. They are? Right. Right. And so they wouldn't even let me go back to my desk to like clear out my knickknacks and like grab my stuff. And so literally two weeks goes by and like, I'm emailing the contract company, like, Hey, when am I getting my stuff back? When am I getting my stuff back? And I get so frustrated after two weeks of not getting my stuff that I threatened to call the Austin police department (laughs) (laughs) on Facebook because they wouldn't return like, and I'm talking personal belongings, like pictures of my daughter, some like headphones, some like little knickknacks on the desk, like just basic stuff. So uh, it was me getting fired from there was pretty wild. Um, I think it's I think it's crazy how one of the most richest men in the world at that point you had more power than him. Do you realize? Uh, oh, he needed yeah. your cell phone. He needed <laughs> you, and you were like, "I'm not having it." You were more powerful than him. Well, and what was right. ironic is if they had what we kind of figure must have happened is you know obviously they have James O'Keefe's cell phone number because on his personal account he'll he probably has two factor authentication. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we think that they probably cross referenced to see if anyone who worked at the company had ever had contact with James O'Keefe. And literally the extent of our text message conversations were a couple happy New Year's texts and like a selfie and me sending a selfie back of me holding a baby goat because I was at my aunt's house in Maui. (laughs) So uh, how would they be? They would have to have some kind of inside connection to be able to see that kind of information. Oh, yeah. Unless you're, they, unless you're uh, mm-hmm. Facebook messaging, which that would be kind of crazy. No, 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 no. No, yeah, not yeah. at all. But if it was cell phone messaging, they would have to tap into, like, whoever I'm with. If I'm with T-Mobile or Verizon or Sprint, mm-hmm. they'd have to be able to tap into that. Right. And so what they actually do is Facebook makes everyone who works there, whether you're a contractor or an employee, download beta versions of their um, apps onto your phone. And so I think that those had additional measures that would pull information from my device, because I remember after that happened, you know, I was told you need to destroy your cell phone. And so that night, my roommate and I, we went into the backyard with a hammer 
and like oh smashed God. up my my brand oh. new iPhone X. It was this when the iPhone X came out, and I wanted to cry because at the time I was, you know, I'm still not wealthy, but especially then, you know, super broke, and I have to smash up my brand new iPhone. It lights on fire. True story. If you take a a, oh, a wow. hammer to an iPhone, the battery it'll and the hose wouldn't put it out so <laughs> my roommate had to go and grab the tongs and grab this flaming iphone and like drop it into a pot of water and then we threw it out the next day with like the dirty kitty litter <laughs> uh, that's when you know you you've clinton sided a phone yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah i was well, like because it would have been proud and of what i did to that cell phone <laughs> after all of that because they're probably gonna make a movie about you someday because after all that you didn't stop there did you you ended up only going undercover Democrat events, but you also did undercover for Democrat candidates, right? Yeah. So I ended up um, through another series of crazy events. I ended up becoming a full-time journalist at Project Veritas for a while. And I got to help tell the stories of other whistleblowers, which was extremely rewarding. Um, one of the big stories I did was a Google executive who was talking about how if they had retrained their algorithms, would the outcome of 2016 be any different? Um, talked about how they wanted to prevent the next Trump situation. Um, and that ended up being cited on the floor of the House, the Senate, and by President Trump. You know, that, that story really blew up. And uh, that was with the whistleblower, Zach Voorhees, Google whistleblower. And then I was also undercover inside Democratic campaigns. In fact, my first assignment as an undercover journalist was Beto O'Rourke's Senate campaign. Mm. So you stay uh, away from the, any of the powder in the room. Don't touch anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It could be all. I know, right? But what I found there is once again, I I could not force this to happen. All of a sudden, one night, the campaign staffers they found out that there was a large group of migrants who was coming up from um, the southern border, mm -hmm. and that they were going to use the campaign money to buy supplies for these migrants who were coming here illegally. And I was literally like, like there is footage of me pushing the cart at the store as they are like loading up supplies ah! into this cart. Wow. Which is, which is, if anybody knows, that's a campaign violation. That's illegal. Right. You, and, you can't and they, use that money to do that. Right. And they specifically talked about how they're like, because they thought my name was Jennifer. They're like, you know, Jennifer, if people found out about this, we could get in really big trouble, like really big trouble. And like, like what kind of trouble? Yeah. Me. Well, and the girl who I was with and I was in the car, she's like, we're getting ready to go drop off these supplies to the migrants who are in a, in a church there in El Paso. And she's like, you know, I really hope the wrong person doesn't find out about this. <laughs> As you sit there. I know. And I said, that was my first assignment. And I just remember sitting there, like, covering my mouth, like, kind of turning away in the car. Because I was like, oh, my gosh. What is happening? Got a tear in your eye. You're like, no, no, no. I'm thinking. Wow. No, I'm thinking that is so James Bond. <laughs> hey, so many people if, are asking in the chat. Oh, go, go ahead. If, 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 well, then my question might be the same one that you might be getting ready to form. Go ahead. Go ahead and bring yours. They just want to know about where they can find your book, what's your book called, and a little bit about the book. They're really interested in that book that you mentioned earlier. Okay. So uh, the book is called Impact. Um, we hit bestseller status on Amazon last week, right when the book came out. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. Thank you. So it's really been rewarding to see, like, I've had random people who I've never met before reach out to me and say, you know, that 
the the book like gives them strength to be able to kind of stand up you know as people who not even necessarily conservative but just not part of that woke agenda um being able to stand up and being like you know what if this woman can go through all this you know get trotted out of the facebook headquarters have to go on food stamps for a few months you know all the other crazy things that have happened to me end up in the long family court battle like everything the crazy stuff that happened along my journey um that they can you know stand up more in their daily lives and that's one thing that i'm really hoping that people take away from this as well as because i was undercover i really i i grew up in hawaii uh barack obama's fifth grade teacher was my fourth grade teacher true story (laughs) um much years and years apart obviously Yeah. He, yeah. Was, he is still alive. I'm assuming he no, was no, very young. Okay, okay, yeah. He was very young when Barack Obama went through, and he was very old when I went through. Oh, well, that but lines I mean, up with what we say. I mean, Obama was born here. His dad's um, Frank Marshall Davis. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. I, don't know about that. I won't touch that. Maybe you can investigate that sometime, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, and I went to NYU, and so my whole life I spent – you know, growing up among people who were left to center. And so it made it very natural for me when I was undercover. And I think that's one of the things that made me effective is because I know how, like, not in a parody kind of way, I know exactly how they talk, how they think. And so I talk about a lot about how not everybody who I met along the way, even though if I thought they were doing something wrong, I didn't necessarily think that they were all bad people. There's a couple who I genuinely think were terrible, horrible people, like the Bernie staffer who talked about um, wanting to put Republicans into gulags and said liberals get the wall first. Um, You know, he's a genuinely terrible person, but other people just had different opinions than me. And so I talk a lot about what it's like to have conversations with people who have completely different beliefs from you and how important it is to be able to connect even with people, you know, on like there was a Bernie staffer who was also a mother. I found out the campaign was actually essentially letting her live in a tent homeless. They had promised her housing and which was terrible, you know, and I felt so horrible for this woman, you know, and we connected on, I didn't tell her that I was a mother, but I made it seem like I had a niece that I was very close with. But, you know, just connecting on that level, that human experience level. And I think a lot of that gets lost today. Yeah, they talk about Bernie Sanders and many of his things in the past and how he's been around. Literally, this guy has been, he is deep. He's been around forever. They said going all the way back to when he first got into politics, a local bar, uh, he'd get one beer and they put the change down from his beer. He'd collect that and walk out. Never a tip. <laughs> Now, he was the cheapest son of a gun. Yeah, he looks like it, though. I mean, come on. <laughs> he look he like looks it. like a bad tipper. Yeah, yeah, he looks like me screwed, you know? So, I mean, you know. I, but listen, um, Cassandra, how can um, – we want we def- we definitely want to have you back. Um, mm-hmm. And we will be in contact with you so that we can get you scheduled to have you back on maybe for – well, actually, I said it right before the show – Gonna have you on a little bit longer so we can get more into your story. But how can people buy your book again? Uh, like I said, if you look up just Impact Cassandra Spencer on Amazon, it should pop right up. 
Um, you can also find me on social media. Um, my Twitter handle is my full name minus the E in Spencer because it's one character too long for Twitter. And then I'm also um, on uh, TikTok. In fact, I'm live streaming on TikTok, <laughs> the interview from my end at the same time. Um, Chickity top. Yeah. No, I, I did right. have to. That's right. She, I, she's I did have to type in impact Cassandra Spencer to bring it up for my order on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So I did yep. get the hardcover and I, I got to get you signed now. Just that's okay. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, like I can give you my address, Cassandra, and you can sign, a, sign one, send one to me. <laughs> yeah. I need to actually. So, what's interesting is that, um, so I'm in the process of moving. I actually don't have, I have some of the paperbacks, but I don't have any of the hardcovers. Co- hard well, I, I can't I, I'm get them shipped to, to my house. That's yeah. All right. No problem. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm in the process of moving this next week. So good good luck with that. Yeah. It <laughs> could be oh. it could be really bad. But um, okay, so with that said, uh look, Sandra, we thank you so much. You can follow follow her on Twitter, Cassandra Spencer. Look at the way that Spencer is spelt though, because it's not Spencer all the way. It's S-P-E-N-C-R. On Twitter, right? yeah. So make sure that you follow her over there. Uh, she's active. She's she makes things happen. She goes out and gets the story. She's what real journalists should be, and that's why you should be following her and supporting um, her work and um, whatever she's trying to do. So congratulations. Good luck on the book. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks Thank for you. having me. Thank you. So nice much. talking to you guys again. All right. There we go. Cassandra. She I have is. to say that was probably my favorite interview. As uh, you can tell, I was pretty hyped up. So I check. love anything to do with, you know, <laughs> undercover and the, the, the good person wins. She had our jaws drop at CPAC when she was telling us. us <laughs> yeah, she's... Stuff, you know. So if you are following her on the TikToks, she was just live! Mm-hmm. <laughs> on the ticket talk. Yeah, on the ticket talks. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this show is being brought to you by CBD Lion. Again, if you don't know that much about it, if you don't know much about CBD line and you have some form of pain that you've been going through for a while or you have anxiety, we are here to tell you that it that the their products at CBD line work. They work. They take care. Again, I didn't put no lotion on my leg. Uh, last night and it's still fine. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. I don't. I, I'm not saying. I am not saying that it heals. They might when they come on. I'm not saying it heals. All I know is that it is that your pain's gone. <laughs> something's happening in my leg. That that I mean, in my knees, in my knees, in in my knees. And actually, actually, I don't think I have. Shoulder pain is bad. Well, yeah, because I know sometimes on the show you'll go like this. You haven't done that in like a week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But Teresa, one of our, um, she listens every day. She uses it on her hips and knees. And she said that she has noticed that the pain has diminished as well. And keep in mind, there's not only just lotions, but they they also have chocolates. They have gummies. They have oils. There's something for everyone. And I'll just show you 
the gummies. These are the CBD line gummies. They're 500 milligrams per bottle, zero THC. I know some people were asking that. It's 25 milligrams per piece. So that way you can kind of figure out where your sweet spot is. Maybe it's two, maybe it's one, maybe it's three. Uh, you can take that. You can keep them in your purse. If you're a guy, you can keep them in your car and it just takes the edge off when you need it. Uh, also, the lotion that we're talking about, this is what it is. It's the 1,000 milligram. If you go onto the site, uh, get the 1,000 milligram. It's four yes. pumps for my knee, and it it works like magic. I mean, it, it, it's so much better. I was using Bengay prior to that, and that smell, and then it would go away like within three hours. It actually just took – the Bengay would only take away the pain, but it wouldn't keep it away. Yeah. The lotion, from my experiences, it actually somehow took the inflammation out. Yeah, my thing is I've never I don't complain about pain, whether it be in my hands or, or my back or anything. I just don't say anything and I'll take anything. I just I live with it. And they're like, Brian, why are you so grumpy? Well, I just got all this pain. I, I'm gonna tell you, I, I didn't think there's anything out there. I'm not, I don't take medicines at all ever. Right. Mm -hmm. But that lotion, mm -hmm. I'm telling y'all talk to my wife, that lotion, I, I'm telling you, it yeah. is okay. incredible. It removes inflammation allows your body to fix itself. Maybe you're not a big fan of lotions. Maybe you have p pain everywhere and you're like, what do you want me to do? Just slather this lotion on my whole body every day? Well, maybe you can't do that, right? Well, take a drop under the tongue. You can get the CBD oils. You can do a drop under the tongue. This helps with inflammation. Here's one of them. It's not nighttime formula. Uh, they have day. And then maybe take a bath with the bath bombs. This is the oh, charcoal yeah, no, bath bomb. Yeah, yeah. I could show you lavender, but I've already used it. Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> It, it is absolutely amazing how you can just, it's like you literally can feel that inflammation go down. But yeah. I want to tell you something. The reason that this pays off for doing this, I have to tell you this, is Teresa in the chat, like I told you before, there's a ton of people that use it in the chat and they tell me their experiences. But Teresa especially, she says, I do use this every day and it's been a godsend for me. Yeah. When you have an audience, when you have a listener say that, it makes all the difference. I mean, that, that is why I wanted to push this product because I, I right, want to right, see people right. out of pain. And when it, I see it, Teresa say something like that, then my job is done. And when the your family member swipes a bottle, there's a reason why. <laughs> yeah, my hand stole a bottle of my blueberry nighttime formula. That's why I'm probably so hyper today because I just, I mean, it's just crazy that she took it all from me. I got to find it. But remember that uh, you, all products are made with the highest quality organic non-GMO hemp. And they actually have a third party that does these lab results to test it, and you can easily access it on their website. You know what? So America made, America, America made. American company, small business company. They have, they have vape, vape pens, pens, yeah. But they also have um, other products that have a little bark. They have a little code that you can. Oh, cool! Uh, you scan that, it. That you can scan it on your phone, and it tells you. Uh, um, the benefits and how much um, hemp is in the the stuff. And how, and, I mean, sci they are scientists. They are they're smart cool. too. Wait till we have them on. They're, I mean, they've they been doing are, this for. They've been doing yeah. this way before they ever started the business. They were doing. And the thing is, they're not doing it just to get rich. That's it's their passion. I mean, yeah. they live and breathe that. Yeah. Kimberly Mitchell in the chat says, I've used the lotion and the bath bombs are amazing. We've got Maria asking, hey, can you get this in the UK? That's a good question. Can they order and ship internationally? We will have sure. to find that out. Yeah, I would think yeah. so. Yeah, um, Maria, so go to cbdline.com slash Wayne Dupree and see what happens when you try to put an order in. I'm curious. Right. And if you currently use CBD, 
you currently use the CBD and you like the mm-hmm. show, trust us. This is American company, American made member. <coughs> switch it up. Get 20% off. Just switch it up. Yeah. And it's right here. It says um you have to be 18 plus or 21 plus older, depending mm-hmm. on your country or region. So I'm sure country, that yeah. this that's what it uh, says that you can get this in the UK. So and just to let you know, if you have a crazy, insane dog that rips off her collar and then runs away to the highway and almost yeah, gets treats. killed, or choose her, her entire, or choose her two hundred dollar bet up uh, because oh, no. she's insane, or choose all your daughter's stuffed animals because she's crazy, then yeah, get this, please. I'm begging you, please. please. They have dog treats. I'm telling you, if you can't take your dog anymore and you're going insane, get these treats. It'll it'll change your life. I promise. God bless the pup. Candy's crazy. She's crazy. I'm telling you, but the the CBD pup treats, they work. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the show. Uh, Remember, check out Clout Hub. Hub. You you say Clubhouse, you son of a gun. Did I really say that? I don't, I I, I couldn't. I thought you said Clout House. Yeah, I think mistake. I said Cloud House. Yeah, you didn't said you didn't say Clubhouse though. No, you said Cloud I, I, House. I, I thought it said, I'm like, what? Well, I'm not gonna sit here and argue with you, but okay, yeah. my bad. No, you did say Cloud though. I, I gotta stick up for you there. You said Cloud. <laughs> okay. It just house and you and ended in. Whoopsies. I got them all. I'm on I'm everywhere. I am too, man. This I know it's it's kind I, of a pain. I sent it's, you that new one. Just did the latest no, one. Don't tell me they're multiplying like rabbits. They, this is true. This is true. What's the new one? Who knows? Slide. Slide. S S S L Y D slide. Listen, I'm actually kind of amped for the the my pillow guys one. I, I think that one might be good. Oh. If he says it's Twitter and YouTube together, I'm like, all right, I'm on board I'm with re- it. I'll yeah, do, I'm I'll really excited about Mike Lindell's. Well, you roll your eyes all you want, but I'm excited about what Mike Lindell's. I ain't roll my eyes, man. Oh, he, he has, has, I ain't he has a problem. You tell me. He's got a problem with one eye. I ain't roll my eyes. They call him crazy eyes sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Really? That's his street name, crazy eyes. (laughs) Okay. It's actually Teddy Bear, Teddy Bear Cutie Pie. No, (laughs) he don't want to hear that now. He don't got time for that. So our good friend Mike, Mr. Lindell, with my pillow. Apparently, apparently. He's got he's really busy, got a lot going on. Uh, you can see him all over social media, uh, voicing his uh, opinion, ideologies, and things like that. And he is all about America and American yeah. ideology. America first yeah. and the founding of America. It's a great he guy is. with and a great cause. And American he also has a great pillow. American if you want to rest your if you want to rest products. your crazy eyes on a pillow, get a my pillow. Calm your eye down so don't go cross eye. <laughs> Take it down on a pillow. My pillow. Yeah. Really? Seriously? What? <laughs> it's her. I'm talking. It's her. It's just Tuesday, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, you make fun of me on Thursday, but <laughs> what happened? We slipped on some awesome stuff. Teresa said, Wayne, crazy eye or not, you're still a handsome man. So there you go. <laughs> so there you go. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> All right. So basically. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Yes, I do. Yeah. Little punk. <laughs> <laughs> I got tears. I can't. I need to. All right. Virtual hug. 
Yeah, yeah. virtual hug. Virtual hug. You know what, crazy eyes. You know what? God bless. Tell me, love me. Tell me, love me. Love you so love, much. Love, love you for the opportunity to do this show. Love for the opportunity to uh, pitch Mike Lindell and the comforter. Yeah. Uh, not the comforter, the mattress topper. Yeah. The yeah. pillows and the Giza sheet deal. Yeah, you get and two mattress mattress topper and a Giza the sheet. Weighted blanket. Do oh, not forget I, that. I got that thing, man. That's I got it. that thing. Yeah, like a like a, a liquid jail cell. But it's <laughs> <laughs> 20, 20 pounds. It 20 works, pounds, that's no man. joke. Yeah, that's no it joke. Works. Listen, and that's the thing. If you're feeling stressed out and you have anxiety because 2020 was a terrible year, you got Joe Biden in office, please get a MyPillow weighted blanket and get the gummies from CBD line. Take uh, two gummies, get underneath the weighted blanket and just relax. Do it, do it you, after the show, though. Don't do, do it, it after the show. Oh, yeah. Do I need to be sharp. Do it on a Saturday yeah. night. Do it on a Saturday night, a Friday night. I'm telling you, you're going to say, man, I love those people in the Wayne Dupree show because I am feeling the best I've felt in two years. Please it. do it. All right, My pillow slash Wayne Dupree. You've been listening to or watching the Wayne Dupree show. We're here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday from 12 to 1. We also broadcast an extra show on Friday night on Censored. <clears throat> What if we broadcast at night? Would y'all listen? Yeah, let's talk about that. We want to. We want to do. We want to do a little experiment. How would you guys feel if we did a show one night at night, nine p.m.? At night, we're gonna try to do one. My kids get mad at me because I do that. I gotta stop that. Yeah, it's it's tough because then you don't know what you're setting the presents for when you have like that. Yeah, I agree. And my kids are starting to do it to me. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like. So Teresa said she would watch. Yeah, okay, I think dinner. nine o'clock is a good time. Anybody you know, else? you guys are going to be done with dinner, going to be chilling, relaxing. Maybe get under your weighted blanket. Watch mm-hmm. us at nine. Daylight savings time. You guys got to stay yeah. up later. Andrea! Exclamation point! I would watch. <laughs> Shelly would watch. I'm telling you, nine o'clock is a sweet spot. Jazzy sixteen six fourteen said I'd watch. Jim's in. Jim said he's in for it. Nine Come on, p.m. Jim. Really, Jim? Gina said I would watch anytime. Becky oh, says I prefer this time during work. Kathy, Kathy I would watch. Kathy is loyal. Kathy. I prefer this time during work. <laughs> She's working and watching. It's, it's 2 a.m. for me in Belfast. That's all right. We you love could, you. You could still watch it. Lisa Marie said she'd watch it. See, so you're getting that's great. All right. Well, uh, it's wonderful sorry. feedback. We're still, we're still we're still working out some things, but Connie said I'm for it. We we want to, no, 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 this would be not, Friday night. This is not Friday night, Jen. Yeah. Monday through Thursday, we'd be at nine. We want to see you there, Jen. She's an avid listener too. We want to, we want to test it out just to see, just to see if it's better. I just feel like because we would get all the news throughout the day then. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited about it. I can't wait to see how it goes. Okay. Oh, uh, Lisa. Lisa, you better figure out a way, Lisa. <laughs> Everybody else, all the avid ones are right, except for Lisa. Figure it out, Lisa. I put you out there, Lisa. I Lisa, you. you can't, you can't do it, Lisa. You got to figure it out. Okay, all right. So um, it's not two a.m. in Ireland, is what Paul says. No, it's not. <laughs> is it Rocky and Trump? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. What? Paul's oh, got, yeah, you ain't seen that one. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's that was, classic. 
That's Donald classic Trump, Trump right Rocky's there. Rocky's Bart body. No, that's Trump. Back when he was younger, you know he's an athlete. It would be East Coast time. You know Eastern, Co- yeah, it'd be Eastern time. You know that Trump's an athlete. Wasn't like Obama when he threw that pitch. <laughs> he looked like a. <laughs> he was trying to throw the home plate and went to first base. <laughs> Remember when Fauci threw the pitch? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a direct reflection on how he handled the entire <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. But I don't think Barack's got. I I don't think Barack's even hit home plate. Did it? No, no. The the wrist was. It was like not straight. It was real weak, real limp. Did he? Did Barack wear his helmet when he threw the ball out? Like he does <laughs> on the bike. <laughs> I made I I made, I made Wayne laugh. Well, well, Don Lemon was probably having. <laughs>